The Brum Radio Shop is now open with all sorts of Brum Radio stuff with everything from t-shirts and hoodies to mugs and posters and much more. Support Brum Radio. Go to brumradio.com and click on shop. Thank you for downloading this Brum Radio podcast. For more podcasts, visit brumradio.com. Right, okay, now I've got to tell you now, I might I might sound a little bit stressed because everything's been going piggy wrong with technology, Paul, hasn't it? <laughs> yes. Paul? Hello. Oh, he's there. I thought he'd come. He's Sorry. Because we, it's all right, love. He's sending, I am stressed. He's <laughs> sending the email to Jenny Claire, who's my guest today. And I don't want to have him to hang around because the shops are open today. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I feel very, you know, she's very good of her to talk to me. So getting worried about that. I don't like people waiting. And then he's sending the email now, so I'll keep yep. chatting. Just sent. That, that, that's Paul who sent the email. I'm Barbara Nice. Barbara's in strides at Nice in the Biscuit. We're doing podcasts. We're not doing them daily anymore. It was killing us. <laughs> we're doing a lot of podcasts we started off we, we've done a lot how many have we done over this lockdown period uh, i know now? this is the 48th we don't you know what i mean pick it out we're going down to we said three a week haven't we because they <laughs> two to you paul oh, okay. i'll touch you about it after things are changing and i don't know we've got a lot to pig in do and the charity shops are back open and i've not been yet but the lady pegging out of washington talking to another lady over the fence said there's a queue outside cpl you know cats protection league <laughs> so i want to get out there and i bet jenny does too right so that's what we do we talk to people and uh, we do it over this thing called clean feed which is very nice thing that paul found because obviously we can't be in the same room and stuff we're not in a bubble i've had that many people asking me to bubble with them uh, <laughs> paul i feel like a bar of aero <laughs> anyway thanks for laughing that's my good laugh so it Analyze that. Yeah, so that, that was that was yesterday. We're moving on now. Today, what we're talking about, we can't hang on to the past, love. We can't hang on to the past. Yeah. What we're talking about today is me feeling stressed. Yeah, did we show? And it was very good. People, I was thinking of packing that in, but you see everybody's happy face. You think, oh, go on then. It's a lot of work. You know what I mean? <laughs> Raffling and cutting up the tickets and, and then working with this nice lad, Damien and Chris. And Damien said, we'll make a bit of a, a, a trailer, try to get more people to come, make it more worthwhile because he's working. You know what I mean? Mm. You need to get paid for what he's doing and I'm doing what you're doing, Paul. Mm. Can't wait for these hoodies to get making sold for <laughs> Brum Radio mm. to make make ten. There's an advert pets. on what? the start of every ad, uh, advert on the start of every podcast. If you buy Is it yeah, but yeah, buy, buy a hoodie. Some. It's too yeah. warm. Anyway, <laughs> so we make <laughs> so we made a trailer. I use a lot of music and I like music. And no, you can't use it on podcasts, but so I think it's a good thing, really, but I use a lot of music. So what he's done, Damien, he's put from the show Florence and the Machine. Sometimes I feel like jumping up in the air, right? Over the the thing. And that's what we do in the thing. Worried to death about getting sued. And as soon as I put it up on Facebook Live, it said, You do not own this song. <laughs> so I've had horrible morning. Oh. I've had horrible morning. All he's trying to do is help people, you know, give right, them a next bit time, of a laugh. Use the donkey riding song. Surely no one can claim that. <laughs> Were you ever <laughs> round the horn? Where is so you cheered me up, thank you. Where there's a lion and a unicorn riding. I feel a lot better for that. That thank could you. be your theme and then therefore no one can claim it. Because I've actually Googled it. I found lyrics that you've never sung and I don't think anyone claims it. It's a folk song for about two hundred years ago, so it's probably out oh, of Oh all right. Then. Can you I don't want man the other lyrics. We'll try them in a minute. Have we sent that 
that to, to Jenny now. Sent. It has been sent. We are waiting. I just hope she's not gone to M&S Food Hall. <laughs> Any moment. She could have done. Well, one catch is that I have to interrupt you sometimes because that's when you're on a you're on a roll and I have to yeah. stop you when the guest comes. This isn't bad, is it? I can hear you. You can hear me. It's almost know, magical. Jenny. Tell me where you are and what you're doing. Well, right, right. I like this. Straight away, she's interviewing me. She's yeah, a I just want to woman. know. I want, really? a, I want a picture painted. I want right, to know exactly on. where you are. All right. Now, I'm glad you want a picture painted because I know you're a nice artist. And I want to talk to you about that in a minute. <laughs> I am Jenny Claire in my back bed. Room. Right. Used to be my daughter's room, but she's not living oh, here anymore. Oh, but I like no. it. It's pink. So it's okay. all right. She's 31. It's all right. Yeah, well, so's and mine, I'm... but. <laughs> No, God, no way. But (laughs) I haven't made that big... You know the thing that you have to do when you decide they're not going to come back and you take over their bedroom? And she's got this really good bedroom at the top of the house. It's got a little bathroom attached to it and everything. It's got a lot of light because it's like an attic room. There's both me and the old man are thinking, studio, that's my studio. But, right, Phoebe, right, she hasn't moved a thing out. She's still got... Because she lives in the smallest flat in the world, world in New Cross, right? And it literally is. I mean, and she's a hoarder. She's like, she's got a grandmother. It's not my side, it's her father's side. She's got hoarding tendencies. Look, you walk in there and it's like a time capsule. It's like sort of about year 2000, I think, or two, no, because we moved in here where we built this place in 2005. So she's 31 now. So when would she'd have been about 15? So it's a real teenager's bedroom, a millennial teenage bedroom. But she bought all her old crap from the old house as well. And honestly, I opened a drawer the other day and it was just full of Polly Pockets. <gasps> right, oh, I love Polly Pockets. Did the, she have the little... Just she got them complete with a dolly in them? Yeah. Because she was an only child, she was <laughs> she was quite good at keeping her things, right? Because she didn't like sharing. <laughs> she didn't have to share at home. Did you, Have you just got the one as well? Well, it depends who you're talking to. If you're talking to Barbara Nice, fine. Okay. <laughs> As I look out the back window now, I am seeing all the gardens lined up. And because I've been doing all this broadcasting, yeah. fiddling around with wires like you are, dicing with death. For, for yeah, the tripping hazard, now. yeah, in your own tripping home. Tripping yeah. hazards, that's yeah. right, love. Have <laughs> you been injured in the workplace? Yeah, too right. Hold <laughs> <laughs> on. I can see everybody's gardens and it's been lovely because I remember it was March the 23rd or so when all this started. I remember seeing the fellow three gardens down, going into his shed and opening it and going, oh, just like that, thinking I've got to sort this pig in shed out. Yeah. But since then, his garden's coming on lovely. I think, oh, I, do, I love, I love other people's gardens because, you know, because they do the work. You don't have to do the work. They do it. I can see, I've got a phantom whistler. Am I? allowed to say f***ing on your show. He'll take it out. Try not to oh, do too okay. many. I won't. He, he, he edits for it in a very small okay. uh, flat love with a Juliet. Right, I'm not going to do it again. Okay, so I... <laughs> I've got a phantom Keep whistler. Chewing, Paul. Go on. Look. I've got a phantom whistler next door, but one right. And I thought right. it might be a teenage boy, you know, who just didn't know what else to do with himself during lockdown. But it's the dad. <laughs> and I, honestly, when I found out, I sort of, I didn't have a go, but I, I had to say something. I had to say, <laughs> this, uh, this is really embarrassing, but I'm going to have to tackle you about this because I don't think you know when you're doing it because you don't seem to be able uh. to stop. And it's so piercing. And it means that when I'm writing, I have to close my window because I can hear it so 
it's so high pitched. Honestly, I'm swallowing back all the swear words now because normally, if I was having this conversation, I'd be every be other word well. at this point would be uh, yeah, absolutely. And so I. In over these past months, I've had to write sometimes with my window shut, with no clothes on, just here in my chair, at my, <laughs> because in my bra, because of, oh, it's it's worse than nails down. I can't describe it. It's had me in tears. I'm I've got a lad. What kind out. of songs does he sing? Love? No, there's no song. There's no song. There's no tune. <laughs> There's nothing recognisable about it. It's just aimless, stupid, idiotic <laughs> whistling. There's a lad out the, the back the other way and he's been known to play the trumpet. I've got no problem with him. None whatsoever. Right, I'm a reasonable okay. woman. I've got, honestly... That's right. I get with him. And I've got some other neighbours as well and they're young people. They're in their 20s, you know, professionals. They're all furloughed. I've never seen... Brown as berries, all of them that be now... <laughs> You know, the London youth is usually sort of a terrible state. I've never seen London young looking so well, you know, because oh, they're not, they've not been working. They're all, they're all in the park. <laughs> I don't think work suits most people, do you? No, I don't, love. Have you been furloughed? Well, you, how can you be furloughed when you well, haven't got a job? Right, I know, love. We're in the right position. But didn't you go and do some? He said to me when I should do this, you could very kindly said, go on then, Barbara, I will. That you were going to do, go into a proper studio, you said, and do something. So what oh, was that I did like last week. That? Yeah. Oh, that was, oh, dear. Right. Okay. Well. I don't know how close to town you live. I don't know whether you live sort of on the outskirts of a, a big town or whether you're in the middle. I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It's about I, a 20 minute bus route. Though. Okay. When you I'm, the I'm, bus. I'm pretty similar to you, though. Obviously, you know, it's 40 minutes on a bus to um, the West End from about half an hour right. if, it's, if the wind's behind you. So, anyway, okay. um, so I live in southeast London and I was asked because I've written this uh, new book about the menopause. It's like, you know, it's a funny though. It's not a sort of doom and gloom and, and you know, yeah, sort of all that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, get over yourselves. I'm 60 now. <laughs> I, I think I had it for about eight years. So I think it was a sort of, it's called Older and Wider, uh, a survivor's oh, guide really to good. the, yeah, same as the podcast, uh, a survivor's guide to the menopause. And I think that, you know, having come through it, I do know, I, I know my onions. <laughs> and uh, what was I talking? Oh, right. So I was putting that on audio. And uh, they said, well, you know, we'll send a car for you. And I thought, well, I don't know who's going to be in the car. And I'm going up to see my mum this weekend. She's 91 and haven't oh, seen for great. three months. Yeah, yeah. So I thought I've got to be really uber careful before I go up to see her. Yeah. Uh, so I got my partner to give me a lift like I was a spoiled teenage child. <laughs> You know, wanting yeah. to go to a party. Jeff, Jeff, will you give me a lift? Will you pick me up? Jeff. Anyway, he did. And we drove into town. The uh, studio is in Warho War Wardour Street, which is bang slap in the centre of Soho. I mean, you'll oh, know it. Smashing. Yeah, I do yeah, know yeah. it, love. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Soho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Raymond's review we've, bar. They we've should all, never have shut it down. We've all worked in Soho. Worked I in want, Soho, that's right. I once um, did, the, you know, the windmill theatre that's still open for sort of lap dance. Well, it's not anymore, but it was for lap dances yeah. and stuff. I did a grumpy old women's show uh, at a in a West End theatre. You know, all of us were over fifty, but the stage door <laughs> was like next to the windmill theatre, and so all these like blokes would come from out of town. They'd be hovering around, wondering whether they risked or you know dared going into the windmill, and they'd just watch these old women go in the stage door, and they thought that that maybe we might that be the dancers. Yeah, yeah. I think we really lost them loads of work at one point. Anyway, so this studio was, I knew the most important thing, Barbara, was I knew that uh, the prep was open. Now, it's been three months prepless. Yeah. I've been prepless for three months. And uh, I thought, well. What did you have? What did you order? Oh, I was planning it for a week. Uh, I thought, well, I'm a big egg mayonnaise fan. At any, t- you know, I think the best if if you're stuck anywhere, and you've got not much choice of um, takeaway, or whatever, an egg mayonnaise sandwich, you can't really go wrong. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I do like the pret egg mayonnaise. So I went egg uh, pret egg mayonnaise sandwich, um, a decaf skinny latte, and a um, one of those little ginger shots, but. I mean, it was fine, apart from the fact I had a mask on and they had a a sort of plexiglass (laughs) screen. So I was doing my coffee order and he couldn't hear me. And then he um, obviously said, sorry, what did you say? And I couldn't hear him. And there was both of us going, what? Hey, what? (laughs) For quite a while. Anyway, I I got vaguely what I wanted. And and it was fine because it felt, even though it was sort of 10 o'clock in the morning, it felt like London very early in the morning, about five o'clock. So right. I wasn't that freaked yeah. out by it. But when I came out at lunchtime and it was still just as empty, this is last week, Thursday and Friday, I suddenly oh. felt really, really kind of knocked out by it. I just thought, oh, no, this is this is kind of a, a horrible situation. And then p- Jeff picked me up at five o'clock, which normally would be peak rush hour. And we just sailed onto Regent Street. And the sight of Regent Street without anybody on it was like, it was so sci-fi and so upsetting. It was really, I mean, we both really literally went, <gasps> as we rounded onto uh, Regent Street. It was, because uh, I've never seen it like that. Even, no, you know, right. it, was, it was kind of like a disaster movie. But anyway, they've, you know, we've all... <laughs> all been encouraged to shop our way out of this pandemic now that's right they're all open today jenny there's a queue outside of the, the well, charity I'm, shop i'm not <laughs> i'm not going i don't know about you are you going well i've, I've been very busy all morning sorting out technical pigging things and a bit of me wants to go and see him queuing outside cats protection league I, that's true i do it, want to see that but i'm quite keen on not going shopping anymore i've lost the I've lost the appetite to shop. Have you? Well, I'm too fat to shop now. I've got the lockdown, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm locked down lardy. It's that sort of thing. Somebody said <laughs> you're either uh, chunk, hunk or drunk um, <laughs> after these 12 weeks or whatever. That's and the right, chunk is, good. you know, those of us have been stuffing ourselves and, and not doing as much. You know, when they said the worst bit of lockdown was when they sort of said, oh, you can do limitless exercise. I thought, oh, I've never heard... <laughs> such an awful phrase in my life you know limitless exercise 
God, there's a real sort of death knell about that, isn't there? Dear God. Yeah, when do you stop? How do you know when it's you've had enough That's if it's true. limitless? God That's in heaven. True. So that was um uh and uh but then you know some people have had very good lockdowns and that's what I meant earlier about a lot of the young people looking really really fit. Um yeah. but you know but you, no, you've, you've not had you've not had that kind of lockdown. If you chunked not, up a I've, bit love I've chunked up. I've, there's a lot of uh, uh, wearing of the... At the moment, I'm wearing long line panties. I hate the word panties. Oh. Don't know why I said it. Long line pants. You know, they're like yeah. a cycling short with a lace trim, but they're not like made them. of... Yeah, they're not made of, of a cycling short material. They're not a spandex. They're a normal, you know, breathable cotton. And I'm, I've got a dress on, and I've got those that my, my thighs don't rub. Do you know what I mean? Right, I do know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing a pair of gingham pyjama buttons. <laughs> oh. And I've quite a nice cold bulk blue uh, dress with a tie front. So it's in a sort of... Um, I don't look a chenine, you know, like what's like, you know, what's that material like? A crepe, Wait, is it a sh- it, Oh, <laughs> that's dressy. You've dressed for this. It does, doesn't go with the bloody pajama box. Well, no, it doesn't. I'm getting a very confused picture. I don't think you should go out. I think people will be <laughs> pointing at you, going, "God, well, she's lost it, hasn't she?" Lock her up. Yeah, are you missing the live gigs? And I, I know you're doing sort of you're doing online gigs, aren't you? Yeah, I like doing that. I love the fact you don't have to go anywhere. The travel, you're in your own house. You, it's, yeah, it's it's, you know, as we know, it's the travel. It's like the old prostitute line, isn't it? You know, it's not That's the sex; right. it's the stairs uh, right. that I can't do anymore. But it's um, the uh, we don't, sorry, don't say prostitute. Sorry, oh God, I'm, it's no, prostitute's oh, fine. Sex is it all right? Oh, what yes. Do you mean, or, love? Well, well, you know that I don't think you say prostitute anymore. You say sex worker, working woman. Okay, yeah, working yeah, woman. yeah. So anyway. I, I, uh, <laughs> Where are we now? Um, no, Where I'm we dressed. are now is online gigs. Yeah, yeah. Right. What, have you done any? No, no, right. I haven't. A lot of people are frightened of them. I'm frightened of them. I think that uh, they're not what I want to do. They're not how I see my... Uh, right, I would miss exactly what you mean. Okay, <laughs> or else. You can't get me. I'm, I'm hundreds of miles away. Um, okay, <laughs> this is what I mean. I think that... I would miss the audience terribly and I think that I'd lose confidence in myself if I couldn't hear laughs. I would sort of probably speed up. I'd do all the things that I did when I was younger when I panicked on stage, which was get more and more sweary, ruder and ruder, (laughs) faster and faster. So basically, I'd just be one shouting swear word. You see, I think when you said that, I love the idea of that because what I really like about doing this online show is I do think that the... the, that you can kind of do what you want to do. So I'd love to see you say, what's going to happen? You see, if I can't hear people laugh, is I'm going to go faster and faster. And then you just turn into that creature. Yeah. I had Paul Foote. Do you know Paul Foote? Yeah, I love Paul Foote. I, I work with him in Australia. Oh, brilliant. He now, right, he's belting. And he was my guest on Saturday night. And I don't know whether you've done much, Sue, but everybody's got the name. Now, Paul is very mischievous. He's a very kind of playful act. He changed everybody's name to Phantom. So everybody, we can see them sitting at home. Because in my show, you can see everybody. I keep it very interactive. I do an, I do an online raffle, Jenny. Put it that pig in way. And it's an open Zoom. Name. Yes, it's very, oh, very open. It. It's an open Zoom, like an open so- sewer. <laughs> 
It is an open Zoom. How Thank many you, faces? Ourselves can... a genre. Yeah, how many faces can you see? Well, the first week we had about 300 people. <gasps> and I didn't know. But you can turn the page and see all these people at home, Jenny. And I play, you're not good. I play, I, I don't like using, giving my ideas away because Steven Spielberg listens to this show and he's yeah. been to lots of my stuff. But I, 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 I turn over the I'm excited because I love it. I turn over the pages, you can see everybody and do all sorts of stuff. So Paul Foot was very naughty, but he wasn't. He was playfully playing with the genre like you would in a club you know people think it's hilarious if you mention oh you've dropped your drink everybody's laughing <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah if yeah. you're in the moment you can that, say the most yeah, inane yeah. things and they think you're a genius yeah so it's working out what this new medium is jenny i want you to embrace zoom would you like to come on the show and just uh, no, turn not, into a no. <laughs> <laughs> not the moment no don't try and con me into do- accepting things on the spot no, that would get me <laughs> really <laughs> <laughs> just, just makes me feel really anxious, actually. I know um, a lot of I people think, feel like that. I, I think that um, I, you see. I, I mean, between you and me and the gatepost, I was working on a new stand-up show, uh, right. which has obviously put, been put on hold, and so I'm kind of in that awful state of flux as well between two shows, where the old show is has gone, and I'm, I'm kind of in the process of dropping it out of my brain, and the new show hasn't gone in yet. So I'm kind of I'd be one of those awful guests, where oh, excuse me, I've got a diet coke on the go, and I've got a little bit of. A peen on the oh i can't breathe okay, hold on <laughs> oh that, you that, right? was, that was appalling we could have our own first online death. yeah i know got, i know okay, you're right yeah i did i got I, I got it all trapped up my windpipe it was because you started <laughs> conning me into accepting I know, zoom off. you sort of started panicking because i was lowering you in I had a massive panic attack. I, <laughs> I know what happened. Yeah. I got a great, I got a great big whiff of my own bo. All of a sudden, <laughs> just sort of sudden sweating. I couldn't breathe properly. I'm no, I'm not going to do that. So I've got plenty of. I've got. I'll do the live podcast. You've got your new show. You've got your new show. I've got do that to do got... next year. I've got the. I've just done the older and wider on Audible, so people can buy You're that. You're doing enough, Jenny. I'm doing Jenny, enough. Doing Don't enough. make me do any more. I'm not going to. Because part I, of the idea is that people don't have to do much, and then everybody's making you do more. I yeah, and I, it. listen, I and it. and I'm de- decoupaging a door. I'll, I'll have you know, the, right? I'm right. decoupaging. No, I'm, well, I've done. I do art, but I'm decoupaging right. <laughs> at the moment. And right. I, so that, is one, that ripped up bits of paper? Well, it's not quite like that. Love. Right. Right. We're going a bit more. Okay, I'll tell you. I'll talk you through this. Right. One of the things about Zoom was I realised when I'd, I'd done a couple of Zoom things that there's a door in my study that was getting on my tits. Uh, every time I saw it in yeah. Zoom, I thought, "Oh, I don't like that door. I really don't like that." It was just like this. Um, sort of pine not pine uh, mdf panel over a boiler yeah. there's a boiler in my study right um and it had this door on it and i said well that's boring and boring so I've, I've taken the door off and i've painted it pink i've done my first coat i'm on my second coat this afternoon right. and it's called it's a sanderson's paint I'll, I'll I'll give them a plug because they might give me some money. You never know, or some yeah, free yeah, paint. Yeah. I'll take anything. Yeah. I'll, I'll take anything at the moment. 
and it's called um i think it's either dusty rose or french rose i can't remember it's a pink anyway gentle sort of you know dusty pink and then on top of that i got this lovely book about roses and it came with these um illustrated plates loose illustrated plates of victorian roses well I've got a bucket of glue and I'm going to be sticking these plates on. Yeah. With what's that? Gorgeous. Yeah, that PVA glue. That's, you know, and then I'll, yeah. I'll put the glue on top and because it dries see through and then it'll be kind of. Oh, oh I'm terribly excited by it. I really that am. It sounds absolutely lovely. And you're. you're fellery will let you do this to the house will it well he only in my study because you know he is the, <laughs> he is the design nazi he's sort of i mean he's mellowed with age but when i first met him it was very difficult indeed and didn't have any furniture uh Aww. because he found it sort of fussy that he's got a you know <laughs> i tell you what he really hates he really hates skirting boards we, you know he absolutely really hates skirting boards yeah, <laughs> It's no trouble, really. Oh, no, but, I can um, tell he's all right. Yeah, so, so anyway, no, I'm allowed in my study oh. to do what I like. So, I, yeah, it's going to be a bit mental in the end, I think. Uh, I think it'll look lovely. I'm just jealous because I know Ken would go, you're doing what to that bloody door? That'd be the end of it, really. <laughs> but smashing. You've got a fella who not, doesn't like skirting boards. You, lovely. <laughs> you're lovely. London life. It's Is very... it from London? <laughs> Neither is it from London. You can tell. I know I, you're not. Well, I've got I more and more northern. As the more I talk to you, I mean, you know, it's like <laughs> catch. I'm all like that. <laughs> you know. Are you alright? Uh, I know you're not. But is he? Where's he from? Midlands, Midlands, Brummie. Oh, smashing! Yeah. All right, yeah. okay. Now, Jenny, I do like the art thing, and a lot of people have been getting into it, haven't they, over lockdown and stuff? But you've always done it. Did you go to art school? Look? No, no, I went to drama oh. school. I was going to be an actress. It all went horribly wrong because I, I realised. I don't know. Did, I, I'm not sure whether um, Barbara went to. Uh, I don't know what her past is in terms of sort of education, but uh, I'm sure there was Wait, some dance involved. Yeah, but I'm sure dance, there was some dance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah. But. Um, uh, I went to drama school and it was I was so thrilled to get in. I was really glad and I really thought I was going to be a brilliant actress. And then when I was doing plays at drama school, I developed this huge self-consciousness, not self-confidence, not um, self-consciousness, uh. where I was just very aware of myself all the time. So I'd be yeah. saying words that, like were in the script, but then in my head I'd have a complete other... That conversation going on, I'd be going, well, look at you. Look at you pretending to be a Roman lady. Oh, you've got all your Roman ah. lady words coming out of your mouth. And you're wearing Roman sam sandals. Oh, look at you walking across the stage now. <laughs> oh, it's your turn now. Come on, go and say the words now. So oh. more and more, I just couldn't convince myself. I think if you can't convince yourself as an actress, you can't really convince the audience, can you? No, and then when I started great. doing stand-up, I didn't have that voice. Just I mean, occasionally we'll all get it now and again, you know, when a bit gigs a bit slow and there's a woman three rows back and she's sort of slipped into what might be unconsciousness, and you never know, never know whether it's Chardonnay related or not, or whether maybe you should get the <laughs> St John's ambulance people. That's so you right. can you can have those conversations running along, but not, you know, it. it 
it's not helpful when you're a stand-up to have self-loathing <laughs> or start no. sort of having a diatribe going along going, well, uh, you're not very good at this, are you? Do you really think you should it's be... so interesting to hear that, that other voices. I think people like to hear about the other voices. I know you're talking about something different, but I think that's really interesting. It's, it is. It, I think that most performers, you know, on, uh, on good days, you don't hear that voice at all. You know, you just you just surfing on. You don't want to hear the voice. That's right. But you sometimes don't want to. I, th- I think as, as doing stand up, the voice is useful because it says, right, in a minute you're going to say this, but don't say this because I think this audience won't like it. Start to move along a bit, jolly that up, and then maybe you could say it at the end. Yeah. Do you find your editing in your head? Oh, you have voice, to because the, because yeah. sometimes what you'll do, especially when you're doing a whole show by yourself and you've got an interval, mm. and you've done something oh so hilarious and spontaneous that's taking you ten minutes away from you know what you should <laughs> be doing, right. yeah. and then all of a sudden you think, oh, hold on, they're really fidgety now. Why are they so fidgety? I've got a load of fidgety women in front of me. What's going yeah. on? And you realise they just want to go to the toilet, yeah. and you got to, and then you go right. I've got to edit down now so that they can go to the lavender and get some more wine and then find me even more hilarious in the second half so yeah you do you've got it yeah you've got that so it's very interesting all the different things so are you missing doing because with all this stuff about zoom and it's all right i won't ask you to do it again and all that came from whether i was missing live i actually prefer to be honest i prefer the zoom stuff and all that i don't there's a travel i can't be doing with jenny i i have to admit do you miss the live stuff do you miss live I think a lot about being backstage in places. I do go, I, every morning, well, not every morning, but um, I do quite a lot of yoga. I don't know whether, you know, Barbara's a big fan of the yoga. I do try sometimes, yeah. It's good for you, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so I do I do quite a lot. Yeah, well, not as much as I should, of course, you know. And um, You're not doing it off- constantly, limitless yoga. <laughs> Can you imagine? Um, and I just, I sometimes will be in a position... And I, the oddest things will come into my head because you know you meant to just let go and not think of anything. Well, I've never managed that in my life. Um, and I am often backstage, about to go on stage. I'm often sort of mentally in the wings, uh, and I do get quite choked wings. up. Yeah. That is the most beautiful place to be in the wings. I agree with you, and I'd be very upset to think I would never ever stand in the wings yeah. again. Yeah. That sort of, you know, your intro tape's about to start and you've, you, you've got your favourite songs on the, you know, you have your, your songs as the audience come in and you've picked all your favourite ones. And, and after you've been touring for a while, you know when, OK, they're playing that song, it's, it's, it's Paul Simon's yeah. Graceland, that means it's time for me to start walking to the stage because I'm oh. going to get that call in a minute and all that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, I don't listen to music very much at home by myself um, because... <laughs> Because I've got just a lot going on in my head, and I don't know what you're oh. meant to do when you're listening to music, I, you know. And I listen to audible books instead because, you know, anyway, time's precious. So we're in the car, and I was playing some music, and I got so emotional about the music, I couldn't bear it because it was all it was from um, my last stand up show, it was the pre show music, okay. and immediately this kind of terrible gut pavlovian thing where i just you know i wanted to be so badly in a dressing room doing you know the ritual of being in the dressing room the putting on of more and more rouge uh, and, <laughs> and that sort of thing and spraying perfume do you put perfume on or not oh no <laughs> i don't get paul that o'grady told, well well paul o'grady told me a tip he said um 
Always wear perfume on stage so they smell you before they can see you. I thought that was a nice tip. It sometimes can. If I've, it depends what I've had oh, on, right. on my tea, doesn't it? You know. <laughs> Because let's face it, you know, most of us are in the wings doing one last fart before we go on. With all the egg mayonnaise you've been eating, oh. yes. But, I mean, even really posh actors and actresses, I don't think theatre goers really understand that in the wings just before, you know, they're seeing the checkoff or whatever, there's a load of actors backstage going, oh, I've just had a terrible sushi. I'm just not sure it's going to stay right, in. Know. You know, there's no sort of... <laughs> <laughs> they're not being checkoff off stage. They only start it once they're on stage. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Nice, isn't it? yeah. Do you remember when you used to be able to smoke backstage? I mean, I, I think yeah. you did use to. I don't smoke. I've given up. Only I was a I've terrible smoker. I didn't. I didn't you stop. Used to be able to fag backstage and I and everything, didn't you? Do you remember? Just put oh. this fag out. I'm going on. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, I used to smoke on stage. I used to have an ashtray on stage. Oh, when you was doing your gear. That's yeah. True. yeah. <laughs> it was a very good way of timing stuff, wasn't it, fags? Yeah, and also just to now. sit down, I'll have a fag now because I'll go into a nice, quiet little anecdotal bit because I'm yeah. sitting down having a fag, or that sort of thing. Yeah, oh, those are the days, eh? We, uh, do you know what? If we're if we're going to be serious about all this and careers and yeah. you know lockdown and pandemics and who'd have thought? It is easier as an older woman, isn't it? In what? Well, having a pandemic. Because, <laughs> what do you mean? Because we haven't got we haven't got much to to, to do anymore. Is that what you mean? Tell no, me what you mean. I think I'll tell you exactly what I mean. I think uh, I mean. I think that as a 60-year-old woman, which I am, um, I think that I've had a brilliant time. I've had a fantastic That's career. Brilliant. I've been yeah. to some brilliant places. I think yeah. that if I was 30, I would be so riddled with fury about lost opportunities uh, yeah, and chances. I mean. I think I that, mean. Yeah. yeah. It's all that kind of stuff when people have had things cancelled or the big breaks just coming up and it, that's not happening. We can just imagine and have a nice little daydream about, oh, do you remember that time I was in doing this? And Yeah, um, yes, I can take myself to Australia, things. I can take myself that's to Iceland, right. I can take myself to all, all, you know, the highlights of your life, which are, that's you true. know, not many. <laughs> Many no, it's good, them, Australia but... and Iceland. I was thinking of Blackpool. But, they, but we've all got them, Jenny. We've all yeah. got them. And, and all them backstage rooms, yeah. some of them are not very glamorous. Oh, especially the, if you're uh, doing a pub. Do utter shitholes. I mean, oh, they yeah. And utter shitholes, love. And, and don't I, delete that. That's the truth. We want the utter shitholes. And I, I, I'm, I'd spent most of my time when I was in my early 20s getting changed in rooms above pubs. You remember then they, they often yeah, had the absolutely. kitchen upstairs yeah, and you'd have to right. get all... Uh, the back of the pub and you'd have to get changed next to the deep fat fryer yeah. and these and there was always an alsatian with the milky eye you know a, a, a bad eye and a sort of a, a bad eye and a loose bowel uh, yeah some terrible awful and then you know and getting to these places as well i used to have to have such a rubbish driver and um you know with the a to z on my lap really short-sighted and the a to z and just oh God and everything was so dark and there wasn't hardly any street lights in the 1980s and it was all really difficult. Do you look in back though, and I've spoken to a few people about this, Arthur Smith and all that lot, it was a lot of fun and do you think it's <clears throat> club comedy, comedy on telly? Is it as much? Is it as I like alternative comedy? That's what I'm trying to say to you. The fun yeah. of it, at the pole foot of it. Uh, what do you? What's your opinion? Doesn't mean one way or the other, really. We're not slagging anybody off, but is 
It's live, not so much live fun, is, is great. It? Well, I, I I think live comedy is still in good nick. I think there's some great stuff about. I uh, oh, think that the counselling of Edinburgh is is a tragedy for so many people because that's where I like to see comedy because it sort of reminds me of the old days. You still have yeah. a little black hole, you know, where you go and see somebody at nine o'clock or whatever, and then you go and see someone else. And it's you know, I think mm. that there's still there's there's a lot of great stuff out there. I think it's very good. You're very positive, and I, I agree with you that Edinburgh, the the, the council of that. I just think that I think that the, the go women on, are having a better it. time. I think that yeah. you know we had such a hard time for a long time, uh, yeah. you know, a real battle with really difficult audiences and all that kind of thing. And I just think women are listened to better these days. I think the audiences know how to behave themselves. I think they respect comedy because they've grown up with it and they know comedy is good, and they know if they shut up and actually listen. Listen, they might really enjoy it. Oh, that's really brilliant. And do you think that wasn't necessarily happening in the 70s? Is it, well, people... I'm not that old. <laughs> now, I started well, when was in the it, early... Love? I was early 80s because I was born in 1960, right, okay. so I left drama school. <laughs> in the 70s, I'm <laughs> yeah. Don't take yeah. it as an insult. I'm no good at maths. I was a... I was a schoolgirl stand-up. I wasn't. I finished <laughs> drama school in 1981 and I was on the London circuit by 1982. Right. And there were some right. places that were so rough and, you know, they'd often be quite late at night and you just walk on and people would just start screaming at you for nothing. And just, you know, I did some things that you get th- stuff thrown at you and beer chucked at you and, yeah, you know, you right. big... It was just hard. That's right. And that doesn't happen. I don't think that does happen anymore don't we'll think it does out, but i don't think it does no no oh we've been there Matthew, we've done that we have done that what's the name of that fella that had that club that was still that remained a bit like that he died in the river you'll know oh malcolm Matthew. malcolm harder yeah malcolm, yeah yeah yeah, yeah I, I remember doing a gig at malcolm's and um and, and the trouble was everybody had been booed off stage by the interval <laughs> i mean he had about one act left and I think that was me. We had about two acts left, you know, for the second half. And basically the first half had lasted about seven minutes because every act that went on stage just got booed off, right? So uh, it's the show started at... Uh, eight o'clock and the interval first interval was eight fifteen because everyone had been booed off stage so malcolm after the interval eight thirty, <laughs> he went on stage and said i'm not having the next act booed off because mm. uh you know it's just not on anymore you've had your fun and not you're not going to boo this one off so anyway i get introduced and they whistled me off they just as soon as i went on they just honestly <laughs> Do you know what? And I've just realised that's but probably that's where clever. my phobia you of whistling like has, has come door. from. Yeah. It's all really... I've come around in a great big circle, but I think I've just solved my great big psychological problem. That any time I hear whistling, I'm taken back to a terrible night at the tunnel, tunnel club when I was whistled off stage. Yeah. Anyway, there we go. Good. That's so it's all been worthwhile, this discussion, to Gary's ear, love. Hey. I know, I owe you a sort of um, psychotherapist fee. <laughs> right, love, I think you better go. I am going to make go. you have a walk up the high street. Do you think you will go and do any shopping? What you? If, we know you've been to Pret. Is there any other shops you think are not going <laughs> pigging shopping? Um, I'm, I don't need... And do you know what? I'll... All I'm, I'm going to go Marks and Spencers um, at the right. end of the week because I'm going to take my mum some food up. Um, 
So that's that's the big shopping plan. And the only, I mean, to be a sort of soppy southerner, the only shop I really want to see that I think I'll feel safe in, there are two shops. One hasn't reopened yet. That's Peter Jones in Sloan Square, uh, which is like right. a John Lewis, but they've not opened yet. And I, I thought that they'd be right on it. And the other one is the Conran shop because I like looking at nice things. Yeah, I like looking at nice things. And I, I think that when your door comes, it will be a nice thing. God, and that's... I love the image of you on Zoom going, I don't like the look of that door. I'm I going to sort my know. door out. I like that. Literally, I think I could go decoupage mad, you know. I think I might have <laughs> <You> to. Could... <laughs> don't stand still, she'll do carpage you. Absolutely. Okay. It's lovely talking to you. You stay it's well. Yeah, and you, darling. Thank you so, so much. Look after yourself. It's an yourself. absolute pleasure. Any old time. Do you do this every now, day? Whoops. It was. I'm not doing it every day anymore, Jen. It's knackering. I know, it's I know. We do, it once, we... we do it once a week, and honestly, we do this podcast called Older and Wider on Clean Feed, like you and me are doing this now. And we do, you know, we record for about an hour and 10 minutes, and then it, it sort of gets edited down to about 40. And some yeah. days when we've done that, I have to go for a little lie down in the afternoon. It's like it's a, a gig, cons- isn't it? Yeah, it's a lot of concentrating. So where, what's it called, your podcast, Older and Wider? And you've just yeah. been doing that thing, recording it. What will that be that you just recorded? Okay. Right, so Older and Wider is the podcast that comes out every Friday. And then Older and Wider, The Survivor's Guide to the Menopause, is a book. So really? Uh, they really wanted the oh, title. an audio book. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a book and an audio book. It's a normal book oh, as well. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. I think that's very nice. And then I've got... Go on. Go on. Uh, I've got a paperback uh, of last year's novel coming out in September. And I've got two of the earlier books down for 99p all through June on your Kindle. Right. Now, I'm going to tell you now, get reading them books. I'm coughing. I don't think I've got anything, but I'm coughing. Um, Have a read of 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 Jenny's books, because I heard them monologues that you did on Radio 4. Do you remember? I texted you that I think these were absolutely brilliant. Oh, they're back on. Yeah, they're back on. They are brilliant, Jenny, I'm telling you. Well, we're our own biggest fans. I'm also, I feel exactly the same about you. So we're both absolutely (laughs) marvellous. I think that... (laughs) You know, I'm not sure enough people are, are convinced by me, but I hope they are by you. I think you're an absolute treasure. Uh, I'm glad that you've kept well throughout all this. And, um, yes, you know, we will and fight another day. We will yes, decoupage another day. We will do decoupage. Take care, darling. Yeah, Thank you, you too. I pre- properly appreciate it. Look at no yourself. Take problem. Care. I've got to go now, though, because I'm really hungry now. I really need, no, I've got I some leftover you... quiche. I'm, right, I've, that's got my that name kid. on it. <laughs> you right, too. Bye Take bye. care. Lots and lots of love. Care. Bye-bye. No worries. Bye-bye. I absolutely loved speaking to to Jenny. She was great, wasn't she, Paul? Oh, yes. Hilarious as well. Yeah, very clever woman. (laughs) And also I thought she was very nice about comedy. (laughs) Didn't get on the show. Oh, no, it's fair enough. (laughs) The trouble is the people that I really want on it don't want to come on (laughs) because they kind of... uh, worried about it i want the ones that are worried about it to come on it and to experience that it can be all right i'm interested (laughs) in that all i hope though and i don't think jenny claire's the kind of woman to do this that she doesn't do a show a bit like i just i gave all my ideas to. (laughs) you said it was steven spielberg (laughs) as well when did he start stealing ideas well you don't know do you about a thing well he said that bruce has told him to listen Mm. he said bruce has got some quite good ideas from it wow and stephen said well i've not really since jaws made the kind of stuff i want to make bruce said she's got some good ideas 
So <sighs> Stephen said, if she can bring me another to another Joe's, I'm listening. <laughs> so anyway, all right, Stephen. Hello, Bruce. So <laughs> I better go anyway because I do. I am going to go and have a look at the high streets. Okay. <laughs> Are you interested in what's going on in them secondhand shops? All right, Paul. Yeah. Keep an eye out for Hollywood celebrities, see if they're stalking you. Oh, I don't think they'll be around. They'll be around <laughs> Oxfam, I suppose. Or... <laughs> Sue Ryder, that's a cut above. If, if, if I think if I think if Bruce Springsteen and Steven Spielberg could be anywhere, it'll be in Sue Ryder. All right, love. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and rate us on your podcast app.